This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell, they're sticky, they say things that are horrible. Hit it! (laughs) (laughs) I just want everybody, everybody, prepare yourselves for this. Yeah! Welcome to Super Bowl 57. Fans in the NFL, 55, whatever, fans in the NFL's never-ending attempt to stop misogyny and racist language, we welcome Eminem to the halftime stage, brought to you by Pepsi. You're going to hear the homo F-word a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Get your hands in the air, bitch. Come on. Talk about hypocrisy, top to bottom. And you're talking about the NFL. How, how many days until the tie between what John Gruden said being the most offensive thing in the world and a man can't have a job? And I don't disagree with that. How many days until they have to get rid of this halftime show? They Base, won't. Ba- I know they won't. They won't. They, they can't. Won't. But how do, they, how do you justify, how do you justify yeah, employing yeah. that? Which I, by the way, again... I'm just devil's advocate here. Love Eminem. The best, I know black people hate this, the best rapper ever. If you listen to Rap God, there isn't a man alive. That, have you heard that? You know Rap God? Mm, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. It's amazing. Most talented person in rap of all time. I think Dre and uh, Snoop and Eminem were the definition of rock and roll when rock and roll started to go down a road of kind of like, well, we're grunge. And then oh, the now 90s, they were just, yeah. yeah. The definition of rock and roll, which is just basically two middle fingers back to society, saying what's really actually happening, and being uh, kind of counterculture to the whole. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall to your way. That's rock and roll. It's the anti-establishment. Like you're not gonna tell me what to say and think. That, and when Eminem came along, I'm like, man, this guy is everything that the '60s were for music. 
to this to this genre of music. So I'm a fan. But from the interest of hypocrisy and the interest of uh, of what they're doing, how in the world can you justify having that as your halftime show and the biggest stage you've got and also have a guy lose his job for language from 10 years ago that's unfavorable and rightfully fired because when it leaked out, you're like, there's nothing we can do. We can't stand by this. I mean, I maybe you are, maybe you aren't racist. I don't think John Gruden's a racist. I, I'll stand by that because too many people have worked with him and it's never once been whispered. Right. But the language comes out salty, ugly. It's uh, out of context, maybe not. I don't know. It's just too much to defend. But if you're going to get rid of him and force him out and he stepped away where he was going to get fired, how do you justify this halftime show? You can't get rid of it. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. It, that would be Whitey getting rid of. But, well, maybe of, it would be racist the other way. Maybe that's what people, I'm saying. Maybe yeah. people would see it as like, oh, okay, now you're getting rid of. Uh, but it's not because Eminem's white. Yeah, but that. Yeah, argument, but he's one of five. I know, a lot, but I mean, seriously, a lot taller hill on yeah. that argument. But then there's no argument for either side. Now here's the thing no, I, I hate. Here's, there. Here's the Gruden thing I hate. Uh, like I said, you hate to see a guy hung for what he thought was private. It was work email. But he was at ESPN at the time, if I'm not mistaken, and he's friends with. I actually, don't think he was employed by anyone at the time. I, they were saying. Well, over the seven years there was, it's a seven year gap, right? Between the first one where he called. Uh, well, he definitely wasn't employed by the NFL. No, they no, all no. said that. Right. De- whoops. Sorry. Demora Smith's lip comment was ten years ago. Right. And then over seven years, they've uncovered a lot. And I don't know if you guys have seen how they've uncovered it. It's an investigation of the Washington football team. Uh, and, How about that guy, Bruce Allen? Well, right, but Bruce Allen's the guy he sent it to. So the investigation was a toxic work environment at the Washington. We'll just call them the Guardians of Football. How's that? Is that safe? <laughs> for uh, now. For now. Who knows what's going to change? So you look at 650,000 emails have been turned over in this investigation. Gruden was not under investigation, but people noticed, oh, He's got a beef. So he calls Roger Goodell the homo F-word a few times. I think I've done that. <laughs> Everybody has. I, I hate Roger Goodell. I think he's done damage to the league. He's great for the business of football, bad for the game of football. Um, he had a few comments where he called uh, dudes pussies. Where he really got uh, hung up was when he said that Goodell forced Jeff Fisher of the Rams to draft a queer Talking about Michael Sam, the first openly gay player to ever go into the draft. Brett's laughing. Brett just smiled at the word. <laughs> it isn't racist. You just have a funny bone that is diseased. You have you have a, a carcinogenic funny bone. And it makes me laugh, laugh so I've got it too. Because we're not dicks. No. And we know the difference between, okay, that's just inappropriate. And, oh, my God, that person needs to never do another thing in the so- society again. So uh, I look at this, 650,000 emails investigating other people. Two things come to mind real quick. They knew about these emails months ago. Somebody did because somebody had to read them. Somebody had to put them into evidence. Somebody had to say, here's what we're going with. So the anger only came out when the media got it. What do you mean? See, I don't know if you can say that. Well, no, the NFL didn't. Well, it's a process, but somebody said, hey, we've got Gruden on a hook over here. What do you want us to do? That meeting had to happen. But between the people investigating. You said that the investigation was happening. So the results of that investigation were going to come out no matter who was. Results, but that's my point. 
it's disclosure. Both sides know. Right. When the prosecutor finds something, they have to let them know we're using this. Sure. So the people defending the Washington football team has NFL lawyers telling Goodell and everyone else this is about to break. Or it was now, a where is that came in because there was a lot of sure, freedom of information requests. But there that freedom of information is not going to happen until there's actual you know filings. So again, it comes back to people knew before the freedom of information thing can even fly out. People knew, and nobody was outraged. It only became outrage when Tom Pelissaro or Adam Schefter said, "Oh man, this is no good," and it leaks to them because they're not digging through six hundred fifty thousand emails. So now what? So did the NFL know this, first of all? Second, they did. Third, the worst language in the world you've ever heard is on a football field between coaches and everything else. In fact, when the Raiders were on Hard Knocks a couple years ago, some of the fun was John Gruden calling people names, goofing around, knock wood if you're with me, man. We don't want a bunch of pussies on the field, man. And now we're talking misogynistic language. So he called Roger Goodell the homo F-word, indefensible. Uh, but he called a guy a pussy. He call, Now they're saying that he's misogynistic, that he hates women because he didn't like girl referees. Uh, he questions not, abound, on, questions one, abound but, you know, on change. It's not I, misogyny. That's just a, an opinion, an isn't opinion. it? opinion. Loads of opinions. So if I don't like a male referee, am I – I don't know. What's the opposite of misogyny? I don't know, but they've what's got male him. Male misogyny. Here's the thing I think, though. Gruden's got his thing going on, right? They got all that. He's done. He's never going to come back. There's no, oh, yeah. there's no retribution. That's the problem I have with cancel culture. Maybe he should be fired, and you might be right. The language might come out and say, well, Gruden just hung himself on company emails. That was dumb, and you probably get uh, payback for that. But in 650,000 emails that they've gone through, if, if we're talking about like people tolerating it, they're out too. The Redskins were being investigated for a toxic work environment, and John Gruden is the one wow. who's gone. They were, right? they were doing shit. <laughs> Almost stuff. Stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're cheerleaders. That's why they're being investigated. So that's another reason John Gruden's on the hook. Right. It's because he sent pictures of some of the Redskins cheerleaders topless. No, no, no. Bruce Allen sent them to him. Oh, I, th- I heard it the other way. Uh, Bruce Allen sent oh, them to him good. from the Washington football team account. Oh, man. All right. I heard so it the other way. Bruce what Allen is- at WashingtonRedskins.com. Yeah. Gr- that Gruden shared those also, though. Gruden did share yeah, them, all right. So that's what I heard. Why did yeah. those emails get leaked out? That's, that's what I want to get see. that. So yeah. that's misogyny as yeah. well. Uh, even though the girls posed for the photos, these were like professional, right? No, no, no. Right? They were oh. being forced to oh. go topless. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so the red like, it was like a calendar yeah. shoot or something that went but they took way their off the rails. I like what I'm hearing. So, uh, but bottom line is, so again, right there, more discovery of like, yeah. okay, so how many dominoes are going to fall? Because if the language is bad, if head coaches saying uh, pussy and uh, homo F word, which by the way, you can... Cover your ears and close your eyes and act like that's not real. It happens all the time. And whether it's about all gay people or not, which I don't believe it is, I think it's just a an old-fashioned curse now at this point to just say, I've called Toledo that before. Oh, you've, you know, I don't do it anymore. And that's not because I'm woke. It's just because right. it's like I'm grown up, I think. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to take down countless amounts of people. Where do they draw the line at, like, all right, uh, Turns out Bruce Allen, who was a big deal, was communicating with an awful lot of guys. Who else did he send those pictures to? Who else had an opinion about Goodell that I'm sure the owners and coaches and guys close 
bitch about Goodell constantly, even though he's in their corner. You know, everybody's done that. 650,000 emails they're going through. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Gruden's not going to be the last one. If he is, unbelievable. And then I ask everybody who's like, again, like my friend Steve and Chandler, who put up that tweet that basically said, you know, you see anything like this, if anybody sends you anything like that at work and whatever. And I've known this guy for a long time. And I said, uh, and then and then he fires me over some, uh, uh, you know, again, the Tariqa holding or the uh, Gruden holding a banana next to Tariqa while they made a smoothie. And I'm well, like, this is a company phone, Steve. That's I, I, I even said it. So this forever. So I should tell on you. That's what I should do now. Right. Exactly. This is it. Um, so the tattle factors involved. Tell me one person in your life that survives a 10 year inquiry into their emails. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wow. Uh, do you? I'm sure not. Do you? I'm sure oh, come on. I couldn't survive one day. I <laughs> <laughs> hope they don't go back into September. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't. Sure there's no I don't way. survive no. it. I, there's no possible way I survive it. I had a, I had a buddy I'm of mine. sure I've said stuff about, like, former employees. Constant. Think of the jokes. Oh, my gosh. Think of just the jokes we tell. Ron that are, Croft. Oh, Ron Croft I mean, took a beating, that guy. Uh, I um, mean, Chuck. Front desk girls. Oh, front um, desk girls. I made Chuck. fun of a girl because I thought she might be mentally handicapped and made fun uh, of mentally handicapped people because she was the most inept human being I've ever worked with in my life. Angel. Her nickname was Soup Head, yeah. thanks to me. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's all that was in there was just a thing of chicken noodle. I don't Angel, survive. I don't survive. Henry. I don't, oh, oh, man. I mean, now you're just going to get us all in trouble for we don't have a solid email. Survive a tenure inquiry of your of your own email before you start going out telling everybody how wrong it was that the language used. Here's was, the best thing about I that. I can't do it. That was a Sandusky server that doesn't exist anymore. That's what you think. Eh. The Washington Redskins server doesn't exist anymore either. Now it's the Washington football team server. I don't know. That's why I said I could never run for office. Anybody ever got a hold of my text messages and stuff no, like that? No, what you do to run Game for office over. now. What you do to run for office nowadays is you say that on day one. You you put all Just that. Throw it all. On, yeah, on, I guess. Yeah. So that leads to my next question: When you're hiring a football coach, do you go through ten years of his emails? You'd have to. You have to you now. Have to now. But you're going to get the most sanitary coach ever. Now uh, that's what you're shooting for. That is not what you want. You're, that's you're not success. Sanita- well, you got Cliff Kingsbury. It's pretty close. Although uh, he was bone and Holly come Saunders. On. That dude's killer. Cliff's that email. dude's a killer. Imagine the pics in his email. By the way, at the Fury uh, Wilder fight. Holly Saunders sat next to this douchebag, and I thought, is she back with Vegas, Vegas Dave? Dave? No, it's Oscar De La Hoya. Shut she's up, she's really? turned him into a complete doucher, oh. and her face looks like she's got her lips. Does it move? Are th- those are huge? Does her face move? Uh, I could. I, you know, I was only on the screen. Oh, okay. so I couldn't. Oh, you were. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't you see her. her. Oh God, no! If I was oh. sitting by her, I'd still be there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not human. But yeah, Cliff used to nail that. But yeah, I mean, oh, good kill, Cliff. Weird. Yeah, I know. That, back back right when in. Cliff got it. Now it's now it's weird. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the surgery's taken over. John, I'm going. And I don't know your... if that's racist to say that her lips are too big for her face because they are. But she's overdone it. And every woman in Scottsdale 
has too big a lips for their face now. Something's wrong with that whole lip injection thing. I don't know any guys who are like, man, I like a woman that looks like she just got stung by a bee. But that's what Scottsdale women think we like. John, I want you to know I'm combing through emails right now, and I'm coming for you asshole. <laughs> Caleb me. from Shriners. <laughs> F you, you little wheelie. <laughs> yeah, I uh, – look, I've got – John, I feel like the homo F word is, is a word that you grow out of using. I do. I, I believe that's true. I find it funny that I call it the homo F word. I like that. That, yeah, made, it, a, that made it funny again to me because it's, it's the – well, it's also the – all right, everybody. If I can say homo F word and you think the F word, like Louis C.K. said, every time you say the N word, you make my brain say it and make me the bad guy. Uh, the homo F word makes me laugh because it's still offensive, but at the same time, people don't know what to do with it. Gruden should have put the emails to music and called it art. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been one way out of it. NFT, man. <laughs> hey, man. What's going on, man? The Smith's got some big ass lips, man. <laughs> Take it, fat boys. <laughs> Goodell's nothing but a homo f word, man. Knock wood if you're with me, John. If any <laughs> anybody in local radio, former radio, wants to come after you, that would be your only. I'm not uh, worried. One to worry. Oh, you're about. talking about uh, Eric? No, or they're talking about Pratt or they're making else? a list yeah. of people that I'm not going to name because I don't want to give people ideas. I don't care. <laughs> I, you know why? Because I'm not a person that said I've never said it. I've said That's terrible, true. terrible, terrible, terrible things. So the guy says, "What about what about on Carlo? You went you went pretty hard on him." That was funny. I didn't go hard on him. I just went hard on the fact that they tried to drag him back after he had brain damage yeah, and put him on the air, working. and it was rough. Yeah, and if you want to come after me, I'd stand by saying, "Hey, what I thought was going on in your world was you shouldn't be back on the air talking. You were passing out. I listened to it. Could you get in trouble for payday stuntman? No, maybe. Don't know." I, I don't know because the stuntman gave you his approval, so yeah, that's those are oh. that's, that's the one thing about those. You you do say in in all of those you're doing this for this money. Yeah, because you want to do it, right? I'm giving you money. I'm not forcing you to do right. anything. You don't want to do it. Back out. But yeah, bottom does. line is, before we start getting Twitter opaque flag, I'm on the teams of righteousness and purity. Think about your emails for the last ten years, everybody. And that's why I say nobody cares because we pick and choose who the bad guys are. Is Gruden guilty of being stupid? Yep. So all of us are, but though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us understood at least 20 years ago the ramifications of the email server. We certainly don't understand how long texts last. That thing they built there in Utah or Nevada, I don't remember what it is, is the largest building in the world and it's designed to house all the information that cell phones provide. And not just your text. It keeps your keystrokes, even when you delete. It's the largest building we've got. It's underground for some reason. Like there's, And that's not a conspiracy. That's just like, yeah, we think it's safer down here. And it houses all information your cell phone provides. Your phone. If you text John, you're a horrible N-word, I hate you, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to delete that. It's in there. Because it monitors everything you do according to the NSA's paperwork that says, yes, we have that capability. Whether they save it, I don't know. But they have the ability to, and why wouldn't they? And we're all hung. We're all hung. My problem with the Gruden thing is the investigation was not about him. If Toledo commits a crime and they come in here and find that I've said some terrible language on emails, it should not 
reflect back on me. This is not a case against me. Uh, maybe it does, but the bottom line is it's not an investigation of you. So I, yeah. I struggle a little bit uh, putting a guy up on the, on the guillotine saying, yeah, we found your emails in an investigation of something else. They're not illegal, but we don't like them. And that's why I've always, you know, the search and seizure laws and all those things where people are like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Cops can go through my house. The dangerous thing is you think you're not doing anything wrong. Uh, and anybody wants to go through and find something wrong on you, they will. Survive a 10-year inquiry of your email and tell me uh, how language needs to change. And I'd say, I think 90% of us would agree with that. I think there's a, a large group of people like, don't go through my stuff. Good God. I think this scares a lot of people because now it's too late. Now we can't go back and, yeah. and fix it. Now we're like, Jesus. I have a business friend who will remain nameless who was involved in a court case and they seized his emails. Right. And he said, I had no fear at all that my business dealings were bad. My emails scared me because of the jokes and the goofing off <sighs> and the stuff. And he goes, that's where I thought. That's where free speech dies. Yeah, he said, that's where I thought I was going to get drowned. So I, my business dealings, I'd stand behind them all day long. So they can go through all my emails for business. When they got my emails and they could go through all of it, I had to turn it all over. And he said, that's when I thought, I'm done. Because, you know, this is private stuff to me. This is like goofing around with friends. And now my private conversation. Yeah, Tom, Tom Brady, who couldn't have been more right a few years ago in the NFL, said, give us your cell phone. We're only going to sift through your cell phone for things that pertain to Deflategate. And he's like, you're not getting my phone. You'll, you'll dig something up or find something that you or think is wrong. Or someone else will because right, you right because you've got access be to too much. You'll be careless with the yeah, information. You want to look at my you want to look at my uh, accounting records. That's fine, but you don't get to go through my kitchen drawers too. Yeah, yep. Uh, I just think the Gruden thing is the tip of the iceberg, and I think the uh, the real problem is going to be uh, when they have to start the cover up. This is inevitable. That the NFL's now got like a huge language problem. And who else said terrible things or who else didn't comply? Everyone on that yeah. field, everyone in the oh. locker room, everyone in the offices. Yeah. And, and the problem is that uh, Gruden saying queer and the homo F word, no matter when, 10, 7, 5, 6 years ago, whatever it was, is now uh, counter to the NFL's marketing program. Now. Of the all-inclusive, you know, football is gay. Remember their commercials yeah. now that said football is gay. And the Raiders have uh, NASIB. The openly gay player. Also, though, the Raiders have a guy named Richie Incognito who got several chances to have a comeback. He's currently on the team after countless amount of times calling people uh, horrible names in public uh, through texts. Those were all released, and he got a second chance. Antonio Brown might be the uh, NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Threw a chair at Mike Mayock. And screamed cracker like five times and nothing happened. Also committed several crimes, domestic violence not, not, notwithstanding that that one kind of stood out and then didn't. Uh, attacked some people. I mean, where do you draw the line at who can ever have atonement and who is out forever? And Gruden's out forever. Gruden doesn't get a job at ESPN again. Those efforts turned on him. I don't know if you guys saw the thing on Sunday morning on Countdown. Randy Moss started weeping. He started crying. That this is this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. That racism, and this was before they knew about anything more than just him saying uh, Demora Smith has big lips. Uh, he said it, it, he started to weep and cry and moan about like it steps backwards. Uh, you know, people tried to stop 
me from playing football because of the color of my skin. I don't know that that ever occurred, but if it did, he did a great job getting around it. So he's tougher than this. Then the host girl, Sam, starts crying because uh, Randy Moss was crying. And then Hasselback, Teddy Bruschi, and, and Rex Ryan all started to weep. Uh, it was it was it was somewhat hideous. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just look at this whole thing. It's like, who survives this? Who who can't have empathy for the fact that if you went through all of our emails, yeah, we might I, I might probably get fired, and maybe all deservedly so. But is there no? I mean, the thing I have a problem with is all the people saying, "Get them all out." Cancel this. Nobody at ESPN over the 10 years that Gruden worked there said, man, this guy is way out of line. Not one person had that comment about him. Not one person thought this guy can't be worked with. Nor his former players or anybody else. Yeah, not, not a soul has ever come out. And yeah. they love him. Yep. They absolutely love him. And even in Vegas, they were saying that. The players, like he's, they love him. Like every player on this team loves this guy. But now, well, now he's quitting. Uh, now there's you know the rumors that say he had that ten year contract. He got through four years. It was this huge, massive hundred million dollar deal, and the Raiders don't have to pay it. But even saw an interview a couple weeks ago where Mark Davis, who by the way everyone makes fun of his haircut, so physically he's teased. Oh, by the way, John Gruden, everybody makes fun of his haircut. He's teased. Uh, we're just in this cycle of hypocrisy and nonsense. Where can't we all just sit back and go, man? Have I said some terribly stupid stuff in the past? Do I do it all the time? No. Do I still say some you know, insensitive crap? You know I do. Everybody does. Uh, but I'm never going to tattle because I think a guy stepped in it. Right. I might actually, if Toledo said something like, hey, man, what are you doing? As, like if you started to go F-word, F-word, N-word, N-word, I'm yeah. like, hey, 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 what are you doing? Right. That's different than you emailing me going, oh, man, Tripp's driving me nuts right now. He's up my ass and he's just being a complete dick. And pussy, call them names or whatever. Uh, later on, does that make you hate women? Right. It's misogyny? I don't get it. I just don't get it. That's why I'm coming out as a homosexual. And somebody <laughs> actually said that, uh, uh, dude, you should blow uh, a black guy, cover all the bases. That's right. I need a black boyfriend. <laughs> Big pee-pee? How about, how about it? Me and you. Big pee-pee. He emails a lot. We're, we're, we're pals. We've got that uh, love-hate relationship on email. Maybe. We go ahead, we get a couple of internet shots of you and I, tickling pickles, doing the tummy sticks, and then we can get away with everything, because we have to be in that group. I'm afraid of everything now. And, and I talk to comedians, too, a guy I know in uh, Indianapolis who's a comic, uh, and I kind of, and he's the one who kind of said that. He said, I hate seeing guys hung for private emails, but when that's what's in it, you're going to get it. Uh, he said that. He's like, man, it makes you not want to entertain people. He goes, the whole goal of my existence, and he's kind of a Midwest, you know Scott, he's a Midwestern comic, and uh, he, he kind of has made his hay in the Indiana, Ohio, Chicago, for whatever, he's regional. Not sure why, but he is. And uh, he said, it makes you just kind of step back and say, why am I putting myself on this tightrope? Why am I walking this line? Uh, I, it used to be fun to go out and make groups of people laugh. Uh, the radio is even worse because I can't see you. But, you know, you put you put what you feel like is your ability to broadcast something entertaining or fun. And, you're, and basically what you're doing is risking your existence every single day. And he's like, it makes me not want to do it. It makes me want to just tell jokes to people that I trust. He's like, I'm funny. I know I'm funny. 
But I don't want to do that in a group of people that might be having a bad day and has, you know, TMZ on speed dial. And the next thing you know, you're, you're on your ass. That's one of the worst things about it is that there's a market for all that stuff somewhere. Yeah. If someone has the, the wrong bent about you or something that's else. It. Just a wild hair. Someone – there's someone out there now that doesn't like you enough. They'll, they'll have Brandon Lee right. on speed dialing. And because that's fine. he's been on here before. I learned my lesson from that Yeah. Uh, with good friends who spun me when they went to news radio. Yep. And told them where I was so they could come find me when I made the jokes about burning gas stations yep. down. Now, it doesn't sound like a joke now when you say that. You need a lot more context. A ton there. more context. Yeah. But if you just said, oh, yeah, John used to say blow up gas stations, it's like, geez, what an asshole. I would agree with that. <laughs> but you because didn't hear the talk. You, well, you can't say what it was around. It was called nuclear war. Well, that too. Well, I did say start them on fire. Well, you, yeah. Here's why. Because people, gas prices were four bucks. Our stupid governor at the time, Janet Napolitano, was like, hey, everybody, cool off. Stop topping your tanks off. I'm like, you keep raising the prices. Well, had that explosion, too. Well, that was, that was different. That was a different time. Mm-hmm. But she told us not to top off. But if you wake up and it was 3.30 a gallon, and then uh, go through your day, and you're like, I'll get gas tomorrow, and you wake up the next day, it's 4.10. You're like, I only have- With the same gas in the I'm tanks? I'm capping it off. Yeah. I'm going from three quarters to a full tank. Just I don't know what's coming. i got to yeah. conserve a full tank here. And she's like, you guys need to calm down. So I'm like, she needs to F off, because we were all mad. And then the emails that surfaced that, oh, don't go to Texco on Monday. Don't go to mobile on Tuesday. And I'm like, no, because that'll just be like the day off for Texco will become a boondoggle on Tuesday when you're not going to mobile. So they're all the same to it. And all I said was, and I stand by it, the only thing gas stations are afraid of is fire. <laughs> so unless you're willing to do that, this is going to continue. And I also said, I don't recommend it. And the same thing, because the Steelers were playing the Seahawks in Detroit for the Super Bowl, I didn't have ticket chat. I said, I'll say this because I'm mad at oil companies and gas for doing what's going on. But in the same breath, if they give me Super Bowl tickets, I'll endorse them to the hilt. I have no beef. And I went out, but of course, Sheriff Joe had a, an agenda. And then my buddy Jim, who I still like, was working in news and uh, called me up. And he goes, what, what's going on, man? I'm like, what do you mean? Well, I was just seeing where you're going. I'm going to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, what time's your flight? And I told him, and there's news waiting for me at my gate. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I'm, so you see that kind of stuff. And people will turn. People do that. But I stood by it. You survive it when you're like, yeah, I said that. I didn't apologize for it. I didn't sit back. I said, look, if you listen to the whole thing, you'll get it. If you don't, I don't care. Hang me. If that's what we've come down to. Where it's like, ah, the guy was trying to be fun and funny and making some points that were uncomfortable. Uh, hang me. I don't care. Have you said terrible things, Brett? You laugh at everything. Else. Of course you <laughs> did. Hang Brett. Hang. I said terrible things this morning Hang already. Toledo. But you know what? The more people, and I know I'm talking to a group of people that agree with me. So this is basically CNN or Fox News. This is the, our station is pretty much the echo chamber. You get some people who disagree for the most part, but you're cool. Bottom line is, keep this up and eventually it'll get on your doorstep. Keep it up. Keep up the can't say it. Keep up the gotta get them's. And eventually you're going to get hit because that, that Bible I disagree with so much has a real great point about those stones and glass houses. And I watched a lot of glass house owners talking this weekend, namely Rex Ryan and all those ESPN people, about how they've never done anything like this. All right. Well, hopefully you never have to face that scrutiny because I can guarantee you some of the stuff on Rex Ryan's server is disturbing as much as that guy likes to F feet. We've all got something. Keep that closet door closed. Those bones will kill you when they fall out. If everyone critical of Gruden had to provide their own email accounts to public, there'd be a lot less virtue signaling. Absolutely. And I have no problem sitting back saying, yeah, Gruden was dumb and probably 
can't survive this. Is he a reprehensible human being that should never see the light of day again? No. Another, th- But then you get into the other part of this whole thing where why does he want back in? I, I, I want to talk to Tom Brenneman so bad. Brady's talked to him a few times. I want to talk to Tom and say, why do you want back out there? Why is it so important for you to do this again? Is it embarrassment? Because Tom's trying real hard. Like he's got a podcast. He's got it's what he it's what he does and what he loves. I know if they hung me up, and they you know the woke culture said that's enough of you, and I'm like, all right, probably true. All right, if you're done with me, you're done with me. Uh, that uh, Garrison Keeler character that does the Lake Wobegon thing right. when he was playing grab ass 25 companion. years ago in the Prairie Home Companion. This old man was from a different time, and he's like, well, I guess I'm not part of this anymore. So long, everybody. And before they could lynch him, he just quit and went away. Yeah, I probably grabbed some asses. This is not going to look good. Uh, save your investigation. I'm out. Oh, you're going to come back and do something else? No, I'm done. I, I Lake Wobegon myself right out of this. Uh, nobody even knew Lake Wobegon was still going on, but on Sunday night somewhere on your, uh, I don't know what channel, NPR, there's Garrison Keillor telling stories about fishing. But he had his fingers in the cracks of butts he shouldn't have had him in. And the next thing you know, Garrison Keillor can't entertain us anymore. But yeah, hang it up and we'll see. I don't. Would you, Brett, want to come back? Like, oh, Brett did this, this, and this. No, you, you wouldn't want to. I got to get back out there. I got. You don't want me there? The hell with you. Is I'm it, out. Is it? Yeah. A, but the mindset is it redemption? Like you feel like I have to. Or get is back it ego? Yeah, or is it ego? Yeah. You know, does does like in Brenneman's case, does he feel that like he's you know not going to be the man anymore? He's just going to be just an average Joe. Well, his problem, I think, and I, I'm speaking for Tom, and I don't know, right. is that his dad's legacy. Brenneman, yeah, tied to his legacy, Brenneman. The name Brenneman in in Ohio is huge, is massive, right? Uh, Marty is a god, and Tom was getting there. Tom would never be Marty. It's it's uh, it's Harry, Carrie, and Skip. Skip. Yeah, Skip is great. Chip was good, uh, but Harry was Harry. Marty's the same way. Although Tom's better at it, uh, Marty was more fun. But the Brenneman name is huge, and I think that's what he's trying to save. I'd love to have a conversation with him on the air, but it's he just wouldn't with but me. Can you save that name at this point, though? It's all, I, in this I, culture, I, I told I mean, Brady it's... that Brady Brady's roast. I wish he was here for that because I remember telling Brady, I said, uh, "Your boy's done," and I love Tom. But don't get me wrong. I, Tom is here's the thing I know about Tom Brenneman: fun, funny, always broadcasting. Mm-hmm. He's always got that voice oh, going. And I tell you what, Brett, when you're having dinner with Tom Brenneman, you know it. And these buns are good. Now, I've had good buns in the past. Like, it is a baseball broadcast. Uh, I got Kevin Ray to do it. Now, Kevin's a great guy. Kevin and, Kevin and I have exchanged nothing terrible. I don't think anything Kevin and I have gone back you and forth. You say that, someone will have a different You're opinion right. of it. Yeah. But Kevin and I have goofed on stuff yeah. before. Oh, I did the thing where I was Jerry Jones when he goes back to mm-hmm. Dallas, and I did a – but it was me. Kevin's like, I can't stand by this. But Kevin and I have fun. I wouldn't get along with him if he was uptight. He's great. But you get Kevin at the basketball game, you've had – Going to the playoff games with Kevin Ray when he wasn't calling the games because he, you know, was a national, and I sat next to him in Los Angeles, and all I'd have to do was go to him a little bit, and the dude starts doing his job without realizing it. Now I got a play-by-play guy sitting right next to me. I'm Eddie Johnson. All of a sudden, that's exactly what I just saw, Kevin. And I mean, and Ke- at one point he's like, uh, two minutes left, and uh, we're, lo- I mean, four fouls right now." And I'm like, "Kevin, <laughs> you're calling the game." John, but they think- just constantly do it, and Brenneman's that. But Brenneman is funny. Brenneman can be uh, crude because he's a human male. Mm-hmm. Brenneman can be uh, you know, uh, something you don't expect because I think you paint that picture of like this broadcaster is the only thing I know of him. 
when you saw your teacher out of class, and you're like, oh, are you hurt or cuss? <gasps> like, that's, not what, that's not your brand. But when you get to know these people as humans, you're like, oh, okay, they're human beings. You can goof with them and whatever. Talking about uh, butts and boobs and all sorts of things that dudes talk about, Brenneman's that guy. I tell you what, of the top ten asses I've ever seen in Scottsdale, this girl's probably a top fiver. <laughs> and what I wouldn't do to lick my finger right now, there's a deep drive to left by Castellanos. But, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that, that I, I don't believe has a, a – a thought of hindering an entire group of people in his body. I think maybe he says inappropriate stuff like we all do, but I don't think that. And I think probably the same agree. I think when you say inappropriate stuff, you're never intending to be as demeaning as people take right. it. Unless like you, you, Look, you, get in a, you get in a battle with someone oh, and I mean, you've said it before. That's your goal is yeah. to cut them off at the knees. If I'm fighting with you. You're cutting them off at the knees. If, if you and I are going at it verbally and you, I won't do it first, I look at it like a physical fight. If you start with me yeah. with it's on. verbal attacks, yeah. I've got a silver tongue in this thing that will shred you. And I've run into a couple people that equal me. Right. But that's when it gets real bad. When somebody on the other side is a worthy opponent verbally, yep. then you, you want to go, I, you up it, and yeah. it gets nasty. Yep. It's the dozens. It's yeah. it's the whole basis yep. of eight mile. And you, you go back and forth. If it doesn't come to blows verbally, you just attack. Everybody's done it. Everybody said something terrible. But I, I don't believe it. I believe it's inappropriate. We, we make And I agreed with Tariko and Dungy. It's like we've got to stop making everything race-based because he didn't represent hatred towards all people. But again, Gruden's hung up because now you've got – somebody started looking. Right. And it's like, oh, queer, homo well, F word, <clears throat> uh, naked ladies. It's like it just is just the laundress. But 650,000 emails, he's not the only one that's going to go. No well, way. that's what I think. They, they've pulled the cover back on – is it every team in the NFL now? Is every team in the NFL going to have to come through their own stuff now? Right. You know, so there's some scared says, people out oh, there right now. There are some yeah. IT guys yeah. busy today yeah. deleting and uh, there's some magnets. Hillary Clinton is probably a consultant right now for the <laughs> NFL. I know I just made it political, but she knows how to erase emails. All right, lefties, you guys know that she erased some emails. That's why I don't know how you can side with either side. Both sides erase. That's what this guy says. He says, do you think that there is any industry that's immune? I work in construction sales. I've, I know people in automotive that uh, they're just filthy. We would just have to cancel entire industries if this is actually a thing. Well, the NFL construction sales, automotive, like oh, like, I used to be on the auto side. It you, was yeah. brutal yeah. out there. I got to be buddies for I haven't talked to him for a long time with a guy who did my oil changes, and uh, he was great. He was fun. He talked about four wheel and stuff. Next thing you know, he goes, "Are you cool?" I got a text. "Are you cool?" I'm like, "Very." Why? <laughs> Check this, and then. Like, like texts of just horrible jokes. I'm like, these are terrifying. I'm going to send them to everyone I know. But they were awful. Were they misogynistic, misogynistic or bigoted or whatever? Yes. But they covered every base. Like there was nothing about it that's like, I really don't like this. It's just like, these are the most inappropriate things you can send to people. But yeah, IT guys are going to be busy the nfl is tuesday's their day off i guarantee you there's some symposium going on in every nfl it's happening right now i guarantee you the cardinals got a call sorry it's your day off boys i know this goes against union everything you're coming in today and we're going to talk about emails we're going to talk about text we're going to talk about your social media and we're going to talk about getting rid of all of it because right now and i've been saying it for years all that stuff is a viper in your pocket and i never counted email in that that's my ignorance 
But the reason I'm not on social media is because it's forever. You're publishing a thought. You may change your mind later. Try explaining it. But everything is forever now. Like you right. said, those those server farms in yep. Utah and stuff yep. like that. I'm an idiot because I've always said email. Email, for some reason, has escaped me. Uh, text, too, is its own little version of social media on an independent individual level. But I've stayed off of all the social media because I'm like, nah, I see silly things sometimes. And a few years from now, that might not be so funny. Comedy sometimes yeah. doesn't age yeah. well. Oh, yeah. And uh, at the time, you might have thought, ah, I just landed a huge joke with – but. It's five years later, you're like, hey, by the way, we don't say that anymore. And I'm like, well, we did then, and now, well, I don't know. You're doomed. So just be careful. That's it. But I, again, I, the, <laughs> I say it over and over. The The fact that we act like we care so much as a society is based in the way it's presented. It's not how we feel. That close-up of Tyson Fury's face, lip, you know, mouthing out, pussy, to Deontay Wilder, and the crowd going, at T-Mobile Arena, Bitch, and then he pulls away, and you're like, "This guy, I mean, that's misogynistic. I mean, why would you compare a man to a woman? Isn't that terrible?" But he was trying to win a fight, and language gets salty in a fight. John, I say we go old school. If you know you're going to be inappropriate, and you've got something on deck, pick up the prince's phone and call them. Why put it in an email? Just say it. Yes, the princess phone. What's that? That phone that all the girls oh, had in there. I like that. In their rooms. So it's a with fake the long phone? Cord, with the long cord. And you just, that's a good idea. <laughs> I used to have Cuss Corner when I was a little boy. What? I would Cuss get, Corner? I'd get frustrated and I'd be like, oh, I'll be right back. I was turned into Christian Bale. I'll be right back, mother. <laughs> it's very frustrating that I won't have it. Then I would go into the corner and put my hands over my eyes like blinders, smash my face in the corner like the Blair Witch, and just say as many cuss words as I knew. To alleviate, what age? Uh, three, four, five. Okay. I knew I'd get in trouble if I just started shouting it. That's funny. So I took it to a private little corner. I think this like, guy is saying actually the call the person day. that you're going to email it oh, to. Oh, yes. Like actually call them. Oh, I see. Well, that's not. That's never going to happen. Uh, no. I'd rather text horrible things to somebody than to talk to them. <laughs> Take the your chances. Yeah, because then, <laughs> then you got to have that weird, awkward, yes. well, yeah. anyway. Yeah. And, is yeah. that the end of the conversation? Yeah. Are we keeping this going? I don't like phone. Calls. I don't have anything more racist to say. <laughs> yeah, talking on the phone, it's so much more poignant. The text, <laughs> boom! Yeah. Now you suck on that for a little while while I go about my business. And now you got to marinate in it. Yeah, for and a I got to sit and listen for his reaction, <laughs> and maybe he says something better back. It's not worth it. Being mad at people is fun, uh, but you know, acting out on it is the problem. I just don't. I just you know, I. I I don't know a single human being that can walk away from an investigation of their emails, their texts, their anything, scot-free. I don't know one. And I, and I empathize with it. Now, if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars today, I fire Urban Meyer quietly and let that whole thing slide. This is the best thing that ever happened to Urban Meyer. Yeah, it took him off the page. He's gone, and the, nobody cares about the Jags. So if they're like, we're going to have him step away, we're going to have an interim coach come in, this is too much for us. They're like, yeah, okay, well, you're, you're a little tiny scandal, big deal. Okay, good. Your team's terrible anyway. It, it Urban Meyer walks out of this thing clean as a whistle. And again, what Urban Meyer did, forgivable outside of not flying back with the team. What he did for football purposes is more reprehensible if you're a realist, if you're a normal realist, it doesn't make him a good man. But football coaches, football players, professional everything aren't exactly known for their 
quality relationships, we'll say, or their abilities to be monogamous. Uh, let's let's go that route. How about that? So Urban Meyer doing that, you're like, well, that's not good. He's got a lot of answering to do with that family of his, and it's not it's not a nice guy thing yeah, to do. Right. Certainly needs to atone right. for that. But I'm not surprised at all. Uh, what I am surprised at is he left his 0-14 to go face the media by themselves while he went off and partied. That's, that's the thing that, you know, the Urban Meyer deal that everybody's like, well, the social ramifications are terrible, but that's between him and his family. This football side, how dare you leave your team behind? It's, it's, we're, we're such hypocrites. It's John, ridiculous. You realize if it ever came to a head and you guys were canceled, it would be because of Brady. Because he's like Chunk from the Goonies. He would volunteer right. information that no one ever asked for. He'd just start spilling. I've said that for years. If this show fell, it would be because of Brady. <laughs> I'm not something. kidding. No, I never thought of it that way, yep. but that actually his makes brand. perfect sense. It's not because he's a tattle. No. His brand is, yep. I don't do that. Yep. And he does, too. Yeah, he does. But he's not as bad as, as I don't think, any of us. No. He's no. much more, uh, he's not here to defend But himself. you'd be surprised. You'd be shocked. <laughs> and that's, the, that's when it's real funny. Jesus, Brady, come on. But I've always said that. If this show took a knee, it would be because Brady did it. Ah, jeez. And it's because that's not his brand. Now, you wouldn't be surprised if you heard that I said something completely off color. Uh, probably, and I'll tell you this, I'm pretty careful about it. I probably wouldn't be... Uh, malicious with it, it would probably be something like, well, that's just inappropriate. But it wouldn't be in terms of like a terrifyingly mean thing. It just might be a joke you don't like. I can't think of anything. I mean, there's some stuff. That well, I can go back to oh, some text messages. Well, oh, yeah, the text I mean. for you, sure. <laughs> but I'm attacking you or, you know, the general area you stand in. Absolutely. So, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe it would be awful and mean and out of context if Brett decided to say, John said this to me once. I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> but I did. So I'm like, yeah, you got me. What, what are we going to do? At the time, I probably was pissed off at Brett. Again, I go back to that. If a person murders someone in a rage, it's a lesser degree of murder. Uh, and there's a chance for retribution. I read something yesterday as the tweets come rolling in the comments on TMZ that said uh, somebody made the point and said the NFL harbors – Domestic violence, uh, you know, guys who commit crimes, uh, the Richie Incognito thing came up. They always give him a second chance. And I said, why can't we do that for Gruden? Why can't we say, hey, this all came to light. Prove yourself better. And somebody commented, all those other people have received counseling and gone through the process. Gruden needs to go. I'm like, why? Why is, the, why is language, why is the sticks and stones world scarier then actually knocking a woman around and saying, well, he can be redeemed. Right. Where's the redemption? Who, who are the redemption police? Where are they? How come Not Just knocking around Jonathan don't, we Martin. Don't, yeah, but, right. How come we don't have a voice, though? Yeah, because yeah. is that who Incognito yeah. was beating up? Yeah. A guy that quit football because he couldn't take Incognito anymore. Quit until he asked for a trade to San Francisco. Like, I can't be in a room with this guy. Not even sports. Look at like Chris Brown beat the hell out of Rihanna years ago, and he's still oh, out he, there making millions of dollars. Dave Chappelle's. Comments on his last special are, and it's true, DaBaby, mm-hmm. who said some strange and crazy stuff about gay and AIDS. And I still don't even understand what he said. It was almost like he was drunk. And then he doubled down on it, which was worse. Killed a man in, in a Walmart. Walmart. In North Carolina. This is known. This is not something I knew it. No, it was known. I don't even follow I, uh, rap. The only reason I know DaBaby is because of Dua Lipa. Right. 
Billboard, baby, do a leap and make them dance when they come on. I'm one of the greatest. Ain't no debating on it. The baby loves himself. Killed a man. But then started to go down this language road where we didn't agree with what he said, and now he's aborted. They're canceled. <laughs> but it's uh, it was it's we're just living in this world where the words are are scaring people more than actions. Like like you can be redeemed for hitting someone, but you can't for saying something in the heat of the moment. Maybe I don't even know if Gruden was angry or if he was joking or whatever. It's all context. But that's why I hate TMZ. Uh, they started all this. Uh, the, I see. I still go. Social media started TMZ. I don't know the chicken and the egg. If it wasn't for social media, TMZ wouldn't have. The, all their news stories are based on tweets. True. True. So everything they do is based on how what what garners a click and a tweet. So I kind of those two things are hand in hand. TMZ is not helping. No. But you know what? They're one of the best news sources out there because they jump on things that nobody else touches, and they've they've forced the hand of CNN and Fox to be first rather than right. Because yeah. TMZ's unafraid of being wrong, and then they'll come out and say. But, yeah, I don't know. Survive a 10-year inquiry of your email and then tell me uh, that we should snitch. You know? I would never snitch on somebody like that. I might talk to – I might say to Toledo, hey, your emails are about to go out. Uh, I'm not doing it, but you've got to be careful. Or get a ton of emails from Toledo and say, I can't have you doing this because if this gets out, I'm culpable, and I'm not – and now I'm the bad guy because Bruce Allen, who is who Gruden is exchanging emails with, didn't ever – I want to see what he had to say as a response because if he said, hilarious, or that chick's can't do it, they're amazing. I mean, isn't he out now forever? I don't know how many Washington football team guardians that we can get rid of, but it's the dominoes are going to fall. The NFL's in big trouble. That's why I get a lot of emails like with really – Crazy jokes and yeah. memes and everything else. There's a lot of them I don't even answer because I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not putting that out there. No way. I've only gotten mad at. One. I may laugh, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not emailing back. I've only gotten. Well, I'll say this: three people in my 20 years on email. Uh, two of which I almost. Well, one I contacted the mayor of Tempe because uh, he was on the email with me, and this guy was making threats, and that's different. Like I will, yeah. I'm going to blankety blank the mayor of Tempe, Holmberg. You know what I'm going to do, and I'm like, I don't know this guy, right? So I emailed the mayor of Tempe and I said, I don't know if he's on your radar. I don't know if you guys are paying attention to this, but this is happening far too often. And, and then I got a call back, so we know all about him, and we're aware. And I'm like, now he's making threats at me, and he goes, keep. We're keeping our eye on him. He went away. I don't know what happened. Uh, and then recently, I had a guy who I'd go back and forth with start to tell me he knows where Megan is at all times. And, um, and I told him, I said, I will spin your ass in a cell. So I, I very rarely go off on that kind of stuff. But I'm like, hey, me, I'm fair game. Come get me. You start talking about people around me, friends, family, old friends, people I don't even talk to anymore. You start talking about them. I know where she is. I know what she looks like, this and that. Uh, you know, and you can insult her all you want. That's just low. But you start telling me I know where she is. And I said, as a public figure, I'm protected in just the slightest amount to say that any threat I take is real is investigated. And I said, I'll have you spinning in a cell so fast if you ever mention that again. And haven't heard from him since. And shouldn't. And if I do, I will Well, I will toss the guy. That guy should be looking at himself and they're going, all right, yeah, I overstepped. Come after me. I, I overstepped. Hate me all day. Yep. Crush me. Yep. I got – you can't imagine my we, duck feather. We put ourselves out there for that. You cannot imagine what runs off my back. You can't imagine it. I don't care. But you go after people that can't defend themselves or somebody in my inner circle – 
Man. I've even said that's that a to a beast. couple of people who have because I've mentioned my dad's name. Yeah. Like I haven't made the contact out there. I don't need you guys out there making the contact for me. I know where he lives. I know this, I know that. I know exactly where the guy is too. You don't need to take it upon yourself to insert yourself into the show for something that I haven't even dealt with yet right. either as far as like my dad goes. I mean, so in a way. That's only happened like twice. Right. But I've said kind of the same thing, not in as angry a Right. Well, way, it's, it but, wasn't a know, threat. It wasn't a threat. It was I just more had of a, to, yeah. You just had to explain to them, listen, yeah. think about what you're doing. Yeah. That, he, did, he doesn't know anything about me right. or what I'm doing here in Phoenix. And, and also that person is like story. taking the, the game of what we're doing with totally. your dad to a, a level of like, far. okay, I'm going yeah. to make this real. And yeah. He doesn't understand the, the exactly. nuance of the joke versus exactly. like this turns off. Exactly. At ten o'clock, yep. We still joke around about Toledo in the hallway, not having All a dad. <laughs> I mean, this this show continues amongst each other, but it's that's you know. But we do we we're fair game, yeah. Vol- volunteer yeah. for it, fair game completely. But you know, and we'd bring up Medea and yeah. Megan and Lisa, Absolutely. and Ronnie, and they're all fair game for jokes towards us, right? But you start saying, "I know where she is," or this and that. So I, you know, my emails have been, I've seen some stuff on here, and I'm like, Jesus, all right, well, that's. Definitely Delete. one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah, couldn't survive it. But And now people are like, give me that effer's name, John. Anyone threatens you, I need names. Guess who's saying this? Hell and fire will rain down on anyone who threatens you or the boys, even prick dick. You know who that is, man. The uh, former Jay Gruden talk, man. What do we do with that? Dick. You're behind this, aren't you, trying to get rid of Gruden, so I can't be on the show anymore, man. Anyway, busy, busy, busy weekend, and I think ESPN couldn't have handled it worse. Not one of those people stood up for a person at the place that employed him for so many years. Sad to see him go, if I remember, when he took the Raiders job. They wanted John Gruden was the crown jewel of Monday Night Football for the first time they had a broadcast team. It was actually fun. Gruden was a treat to watch games. Uh but it's it's a weird time, for sure. And they're out to get them, man. They're out to get some big ones. Chappelle, they're mad at Chappelle for that all the wrong reasons. Brilliant. It's it's it's. I still gotta watch it. I you know what? Special that special is, is great because it's. I, I said this to a friend of mine yesterday, Colin. That we were talking. He goes, "Are people mad because it's not funny?" And I said, "It may not be his funniest special, but it's oh, his it's best funny. one. It's in funny, a, but it's not his funniest." No, no, no. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's his best one. It was like uh, he was. It was like a, a an essay. His last couple have been that way. Where he, oh, yeah. When he gets into to kind of – it's preaching at you from a place of be, trying to be funny, and you don't realize it until it's I over. I don't even know if he's preaching. I wouldn't even say it's preaching. I think he's telling a story. No, it feels that way to me. I don't, and I don't – I mean preaching in a negative way. Right. I, I think yeah. what he's saying about you know the trans – like his trans friend in that. Yeah. The story's amazing that he tells him the yeah. thing. But what people are mad at is that – the, the thing that's coming out most is that he agreed with the, the Harry Potter's mom right. that gender is a fact. Right. That's just an opinion. But he states there, he goes, he goes, I'm just from an age that that's what it was. Even if it isn't. I'm not of this new age You could yet. be seven years old and say, I think gender's a fact. And it should not mean that you hate an entire group of people. Yes, exactly. I personally exactly. believe gender is a fact as well. But I do whatever do. you want after. I, do I don't do. care what you are in your head. Mm-mm. Be a decent person. I don't care. But I have to say, I lean on the gender's kind of a fact thing. Mm-hmm. You, you go to doctors and they don't ever say, well, it's got boy parts, but who knows? It's a boy. It's a girl. Or there's been a, a thing. 
You know, like you got one of those. It's got them all. <laughs> but it's still a gender. It's a, like, it's a thing. So, yeah, later on we find out that mentally there's something else happening. And that's very real and whatever else. But gender's a fact. That's why you have to reassign it if you don't want yours anymore because the fact is you don't want that one. So, yeah, but they're, th- that's what they're up in arms about. That's why Harry Potter's mom can't write books anymore is because gender is a fact got her in too much trouble. We live in that world. People can't say, all right, well, I disagree with you, Brett. I think gender is a fact. Oh, no, no, no. All right. Well, you're going to get fired for that. Why? It's been a fact for longer than it hasn't. I mean, that's the same argument for flat earth, but still, can't we just lean on that for a little while? Find a middle. But yeah, that's why they're mad at Chappelle. I was reading an article yesterday about that, and they're like, uh, the fact that he said gender is a fact is the most demeaning thing to the trans people. I'm like, why? Because you, you don't like facing that? Yeah, I, I heard they were fighting to pull it off Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is like, nope, it's well, not Netflix, going anywhere. Netflix may have stepped in it because they suspended, or I think it, that's all they did, a couple of employees who got on their Twitter and started mouthing off about how they disagree with this and that. And one of them was trans. And the guy at Netflix is like, I stand by this. Uh, like, these are my employees, and I don't need them bashing my product. Period. Yeah. That's it. He's got a right to do that. Well, I have no freedom of speech. Again, you're arguing the same thing. You don't have freedom of speech without uh, ramifications. Your boss doesn't like what you said on Twitter. You're fired. Yeah. You can't sit back and go, that's my freedom of speech. Nope. Meanwhile, you're using it against somebody else's freedom of speech. Right. So shut up. Hey, I've gotten talked to, talk to here about a few things that I posted on Instagram and stuff yeah. like that. And it wasn't even really that bad, but. It's too many F words. It's still, yeah. It's what it was. But it still represents, it still represents yeah, you KUPD. Have to think about yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yep. You don't have to like what your boss no. says. You don't have to agree with what your boss nope. says. But when your boss says it, you got to eat that yep. big plate of sh- complain to your wife. Complain to your husband. Complain to some friends. Hey, Toledo, I know where your dad isn't. In your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's as big a fact as gender. <laughs> anyway, I've marched on and on about this long enough. I just worry. But man, oh man, IT guys, let me apologize to you today because you are going to be busy. And you know who's going to, like, if, I, and, and by the way, if you're one of the bad guys and you're one of the dudes who's got, like me, like got tons of nasty jokes and emails and stuff, wait a day before you got the IT guy involved because you look guilty today. You go in today and go, hey, I got a bunch of stuff I want to race. And can I get a new email thing? How do we just delete an entire email address? You, you're the guy that they're How do I get it back? Like, wait a day or two and then say, uh, hey, if everybody else is doing the deletes, maybe I should. Act like it's, I don't know that I have anything to hide, but if we're doing it, you know, who knows what's in there. Marcus is so happy he's on vacation right now. Yeah, well, I'm not. Because <laughs> I've been fumbling around trying to delete this thing for the last two hours. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Who knows what's going to change? I think I think eventually we all rise up against it. Because, again, I go back to that thing at T-Mobile. Watching, watching Tyson Fury mouth out the word pussy and having that crowd go crazy tells me people love it. The Internet is good for two things, self-righteousness and the darkest humor I've ever seen in my life. There's no middle. Just be nice. Try to get through your day without stepping on anybody. How about that? And that includes if somebody screws up. Mm -hmm. Be be a little bit. This is me telling people to be, have a little empathy for somebody who might have stepped in it. You know? Not necessarily all the forgiveness in the world. You don't have to forgive them. But just a little empathy to go, you know what? I kind of suck sometimes too. 
remind yourself that you suck a lot, just as much, and you're going to be a whole lot less capable of casting stones. And again, Brett, your people started this. I don't know if it's your people or snitches get stitches. Rats get Damn bats. Right. Damn right. I don't buy. And, I, and what's crazy is this morning on my way in, I listened to uh, I listened to the news in the morning on my drive-in just to make sure nothing's exploded while I slept, right? Right. So I turned the news on, it's like on the drive-in, and uh, uh, the I don't know who the dude is. He's the overnighter on the news station. And a commercial ran that said, see something, say something. It's a PSA. It's a, it's a national show. What's that guy's name? Gordon Deal? He's the in-house voice of the New York Giants, uh, but he does an overnight show. I think so, yeah. And uh, it's not good, but he, if something blows up, he tells me. So, because uh, I'm just like you guys. The radio lets me know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, the commercial was this weird little, if you see something in your neighborhood you don't like, call the authorities immediately. It's a commercial. Was it sponsored by your buddy there that was uh, sending you those texts last night, Steve? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, Steve. But, uh, but I mean, there's a commercial that's like happy-go-lucky, fun music in the background saying, hey, you don't like it, rat someone out. You see something in your neighborhood you don't like, tell the authorities. You know how fast I'm going to go to jail when I see, because you know what I'm going to see? The Middle Eastern guy I don't know with boxes in his garage. Am I supposed to tell on that? I'm not going to. What, who do I tell on? See something, say something. If I see somebody punching somebody, I might call the cops, but I'm not just going to rat somebody out for suspicious behavior. It's a commercial. Right. We live in a world where we're running ads saying, hey, if you don't like it, turn them in. It's okay to be a snitch now. Yeah, that's no. You know, this sounds like my grandpa, but that's Germany. Or what? Well, if you don't turn them in, you're on their side. Huh? See something, say something. That'd get you in more hot water than anything else. There's two black guys across the street right now, and they're uh, standing in my neighbor's front yard. Oh, yeah, what's wrong with that? Uh, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not finishing this call. There's a Mexican guy. He's, uh, he doesn't have a leaf blower, and he's in my neighbor's yard, so it's really suspicious. What, what are you supposed to say? Everything I see in Michael and Troy's front yard is suspicious. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not whoa. kidding. <laughs> If I, the cops would be in my cul-de-sac all the time if I looked outside and, oh, God. All right. There's a twink laying down in a thong and he's got like a straw hanging out of his ass. Uh, I don't know if this is voluntary or not, but I'm calling. All right. Mr. Holmberg, you've got to stop calling. They're just having another party. All right. Michael has a birthday candle in his, I don't know what, the, is that his urethra? Jesus Christ. Well, they're blowing it out in some weird ceremony. Looks like some ritualistic thing. Oh, now Uber Eats is here. There's like probably a dead lamb in there. Wow, you should see this. It's fantastic. I <laughs> yeah. just don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, officer, I know. Uh, it's John again. How are you? Yeah. Uh, the guy's across the street. Uh, they're, they're in some sort of weird circle. There's the muffin. Everybody's leaning over the muffin, and the last guy said Spalucci, and then they all started to laugh. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but I don't like it. <laughs> see something. Say something. A gaggle of twinks wandering in the backyard. They're not using the front door. Do they, can they, can do they, they ever use the front door? Can they ever use the front goddamn door? <laughs> Just look suspicious going in the side gate, you know? <laughs> Don't tattle on people. Unless they're doing harm. You recognize the difference. God, I hope we're not running those spots. I don't think we are. If we are, we're, we're in <laughs> trouble. Jesus, I'll get in trouble again. <laughs> if we are, uh, I stand by saying we shouldn't be. I think it was a PSA, though. You see something in your neighborhood, tell on them. 
No, that's... Oh, it's not me. I was going to say that's an awful lot. Uh, it's 741. What do you got on the big board of musical treats uh, over there? Wake first? Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Weather's getting cooler now. We're always talking about mountain biking, but uh, don't forget, Action Ride Shop's your place for the snow. Little snow last night up yeah, north. They I They said that. that they got a little dusting up in Flagstaff. Yeah. And uh, right now they got they got uh, 15% off any carryover snow hard goods. So if you're looking for snowboards, boots, bindings, ski boots, head on over to Action Ride Shop. So check them out, actionrideshop.com, as well as on all the socials. And their socials are pretty clean, so we're safe. This guy sent me a picture of a dude working out at a gym, and he's in a full ski mask. He's like, this is see something. Report something. What looks are, like a flak vest, well, too. It is, and he's in a bulletproof vest doing a leg press. I might turn that in. <laughs> yeah, I'd see something, say something with that. That dude's in a – that's weird. That's a weight vest. He's did, in a weighted vest. Did you really just trash Silent Witness? Isn't there a whole thing about, hey, if you've seen something, please no, let us know? No, Silent Witness is cool because they're like, Psst, we ain't telling who you are. <laughs> right. We just want some info. You got If you witnessed a crime, say something. Not if you <sighs> think something. And even Brett's right. Maybe it wasn't a crime. Hey, what business is you? <laughs> I don't know. You know. I don't know about if that. If you witness a crime, say something. If somebody's acting suspicious, they might just be handicapped. <laughs> he might have a – he doesn't have a sawed off in his – look, there's a guy who works here. Walks around. Sometimes I see him coming around the corner. I'm like, what's the guy up to? Because he doesn't move like all. He's not as fluid, so I feel like there's a threat. I'm like, oh, I see now. I've, around the corner there, I thought maybe you were making a run at me. You just have to jump off that right leg a little harder than the left one. Good dude, too. Well, I had my cane. We bonded. Oh, okay, I don't know. I'll sort of race him down the stairs. I don't know if you thought that was funny or not, but while I had him. Anyway, what do you got? All right. Uh, Soundgarden on there. Uh, I, Aaron Jones, Deftones, Slipknot, Stone Sour, Body Count, Jimmy's Chicken Shack, uh, Volbeat, Kill Switch Engage. That's a trope. Seven Dust. Which one? I don't know. Well, that seems bad. <laughs> what, Jimmy's uh, Chicken Shack? Yeah, I don't think I like hearing that anymore. <laughs> Everything's so sensitive. Uh, Anthrax, Unleash the Archers. Ooh. Deftones. Uh, I love that Devil and I song. I'm going to do a little Slipknot. Devil and I. Nice. That's solid. And just a little while, lucky you guys, uh, I've heard from Paul Sura. Uh-oh. I, you might not have been here last week when I said this, but I was talking to Paul about the, we got to do all those FanDuel commercials, and yeah. Paul's kind of the producer of those. Goes in, and I go in, and Paul is super busy. And he goes, congratulations, mother." Like what? He goes, now you got two dips on your show who can't read. <laughs> so evidently, Brett struggles with copy as well. I haven't seen that. I don't know. But we're going to find out later because Brady's not here today. Uh, Goomba News. Not the Brady Report. The Goomba News. Uh-oh. Basically all the best of the Brady Report read by another guy who oh, no. we'll see if can or cannot read. Now, just a little, you know, word of advice. Be yourself. You know, You're screwed. Just be yourself. I'm, I'm sorry, Hooters, who brings well, the Brady yeah, no, Report. Hooters like, brings you the Brady Report. <laughs> Hooters is around for the Goomba Report. <laughs> Not necessarily uh, locking their ho- uh, hooks in on this one. But we'll find out if Brett can do it. And here's my, uh, uh, this is it. Uh, Eric used to be able to do it. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, Man. there's your bar. Damn it. <laughs> and here's all the paperwork. <sighs> Got it right. I'm holding Goomba News in my hands. And it will soon be yours. So that's coming up instead of the Brady Report today since Brady's. Brady went to Columbus for Columbus Day. I, he sent pictures too yeah, of the Italian-American the, club over they there. They go nuts over there <laughs> in Columbus. And talk about a whole bag of beans that becomes. Because I'm a big one for thinking Columbus didn't do anything. Didn't even make it to the United States. 
So that's my big beef with him. It's like, all right, I'm not going to get mad at him for what everybody did back in his day. 1492 was a long time ago. Uh, you landed on an island and you saw people who weren't using it right. You could take it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's what I've always said. If, if like, I go out and say, hey, there's, there's a car. I just discovered this car. It's mine now. And Brett's like, oh, that's mine. I'm like, yeah, but you weren't using it. So then I fight you and I get to keep your car. That's how things worked back then. But my beef with Columbus was he didn't even get here. He discovered the West Indies and Caribbean. He got around here. He did not. He got, he got close. He sent guys. But he gets a credit for that. He's over there somewhere. You can't see the United States from the Virgin Islands. It's not a bad place to find, though. It isn't at all. So we discovered the Virgin Islands. My beef is we got lied to the whole time. Was he a horrible person that uh, came with bad intentions? Yes. All of Europe did. That's well, what their yeah, goal just, that's was. That's just it. Yeah, everybody that came over was. Yeah. I'm not so mad about the uh, genocide he was trying to do because they didn't know any different. I was more mad that the guy who discovered this entire nation and has tons of cities named after never made it here. He never got here. He was on his way. He turned around. <laughs> he went back. Hey, I headed back at the Spain, huh? <laughs> he went back. Anyway. So, Columbus. Eh. He's all right. I guess. <laughs> he didn't do anything. And how dare you have Indigenous Peoples Day? And Columbus fighting. I mean, that's what this Columbus's dream is to have the indigenous people try to take his day back. He ain't going to stand for that. I got yelled at about that yesterday when I was doing the, the best of. I was like, all right, I'm here for Columbus Day. Everybody's else to take the day off. I'm working of all people. But then right. somebody's like, it's indigenous people day. And I'm like, dude, it is. it's at two. Relax. It's both. <laughs> look at your look at your iPhone. It's on the calendar. Literally both comes up. Oh, does this is Oh, a- yeah. It was also National Coming Out Day. Did you do any of that? No, I didn't do any By the way, uh, again, my announcement, I am a homosexual. I am now a homosexual. I am a proud, flaming homosexual, like in the most gay way you can possibly be. This I'm doing in order to protect myself from scrutiny from the woke culture. I love good, healthy, meaty pee-pee. That's what I like in my hand at night. I don't even like food anymore, Brett. I just want a man on top of me. That's all I care about. Because I'm gay, Brett. I'm gay now. I'm out. Man. I'm a homosexual. I broke the news to Megan. Sorry about that. Married for a while anyway. It's pretty, so pretty starting gone. tomorrow, Alt AZ, is that where we're at? Or we're what? here. KUPD. Nope. Brett, that's offensive. Stop it. <laughs> it's, there it is. Right there. I'm telling you that. Uh, here we go. My theme song. It's the only way to protect yourself. This is your yourself. wake up song. And how dare you say I'm not gay. I love a good ass. I like a Brandon Lee actually makes me half hard while he's talking about baby drownings and house fires. Oh, let's go to the weather with Royal Norman. I like myself a chunky vanilla bear every once in a while. Yeah. Tell him, Diana. You want to join me, Brett? It's safer on my side. No, I'm good. You sure? I'm good. I'll take my chances over here. I'm thinking maybe I'm going to try to blow my way home today. I'm just going to leave my car. It's such a nice day. I'm going to Walk around just blow guys all the way home. Because that's, that's how I feel now. And if you tell me that I'm not gay, you're a bigot. Sodomizing Linda going to cover that tune now? S- yep. Is she dead? Because that's not. <laughs> uh, no, she's, no, she's alive. still alive. Damn it. Yeah. Night of the Singing Dead would be pretty great if I could throw out a Diana. Yeah, I'm gay now. 
And anybody that comes after me for that is a, what, I can't be part of it? I can't just be gay now? Marginalized. I hate it, Brett. I've lived my life in this secret forever. Now I'm protected. All I got to do is blow a cup. You want to, you want in? No, I'm no, good. Hop on over I'm, here. No, let me, no, no. Let me take a taste of that. Twink's morning sickness. <laughs> I don't you. care. That's beautiful. <laughs> Stop using these uh, terms against me and my group. It's Holmberg's morning sickness. I'm a man, goddammit, and that's what I like. My hands in my mouth. <laughs> Gay now. <laughs> I'm just looking for ways around all this craziness. <sighs> he said terrible things. Yeah, but I'm gay. Oh, never mind. That's acceptable. Yeah, all right, I see. And all you got to do is blow a few dudes. Look. What? No, I'm not looking. Come on. No. You know you want. Out. Want to see my scar? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new hip. I'm, 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 basically, I'm basically like a gyro right now. I don't want you to see your gash. I'm good. No, you're good. good. <laughs> get a little slip knotted. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.